0: The message that I want to uh, uh, preach today is simply entitled, I can't stay here. Can't stay here. Many years ago, I was, uh, most of you know, all of you that know me know I love to fish. I love to spend time in Tennessee on Dale Hollow Lake. I've been going down there for 40-something years since I was Uh, in my early 20s, uh, and uh, of course Trish is from that part of the country, and so I just got hooked on that lake, I love it, I love the country, but many years ago when I was a young man, and I, I didn't have much money, and apparently I didn't have much sense, because me and old brother Riley, I don't know if there's anybody in this room who remembers brother John Riley, we went together to Dale Hollow Lake, and, uh, and uh, we just go and fish for a few days. He loved to fish. He was from Middletown, Ohio, and he would come up here every spring and every fall. He had a trailer here, and he had a fine home in Middletown and a beautiful place here, and he'd come and stay for a couple of months in the spring and a couple of months in the fall, and he would come to church at, at Abounding Grace. And we went together. Now, he he had plenty of money. I didn't. He was tied as bark on a tree. And so I reserved this little place where uh, (laughs) uh, it was just a small old camper taken off its wheels and placed there permanently. And it was probably made in the 50s. It was about 20 feet long, maybe. I don't think it was really, It's probably 18, 15, or 18 feet long, very, very small camper. And it was cheap for a reason. It wasn't nice. And it didn't have a bathroom, so we had to use a shared bathroom and, and shower house, and it wasn't nice either. And so, but there was something even worse. I turned on the light during the night. I immediately saw roaches running everywhere. <laughs> ah. Just makes me mm, squirm, a little. There was that was enough for most people to say, I can't stay here. <laughs> but not me and brother John Riley. He never once said, brother, I got a little extra money. Let's do an upgrade. He said, we'll just leave the lights on all night long. And we'll close up our suitcases and maybe even put them in the car to keep them little bugs from going home with
1: us. I can't actually
0: believe it, but
1: we stayed there.
0: (laughs) I know this story sounds crazy.
1: And you can't, I know you probably can't believe you didn't leave immediately. But there's some
0: people in this room today that you've been in a place a long time. you stayed far
1: too long. It's time for you to say, I can't stay. Sometimes God takes
0: us through challenging situations. Other times we get ourselves into major messes because of bad choices. But in either case, it isn't God's plan for you to spend a lifetime in the place of less than enough when God is always more than enough. Today might be the day for you to declare, I can't stay here. Enough is enough. This land is no longer going to be my land. This this place This position, and you'll understand what I'm saying in a few minutes, this place and position that I'm in is no longer the place that I am going to stay. I'm going to a different place. Somebody just shouted with me today, I can't stay here. In John 14, the sixth verse, it was my... Uh, uh, theme verse a couple of weeks ago when I talked about Jesus being the bridge of hope. Jesus told him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Come on, just say it with me this morning. Jesus said, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. No one... Listen to this. No one can come to the Father except through me. The only way to heaven is through Jesus. It's not through religion. It's not through the church. It's not through denomination. It's not because you're a nice person or you're good. The only way to get to heaven is through the Son of God. And His name is Jesus Christ. He is the risen, living Savior. There was a young man who is viewed as a type of Christ in the Old Testament his name was Joseph some of you might have heard of him he was the 11th son out of 12 out of the 12 sons of Jacob he had a destiny in fact Jacob and all of his children were destined to become Israel and the different tribes of Israel through those 12 sons Joseph happened to be favorite son of Jacob,
1: and his brothers were jealous of him.
0: His daddy, God gave Joseph dreams. He was a teenage boy, and he didn't have enough wisdom, or let's just say sense, sort of like me, didn't have enough sense to keep those dreams to himself. Because when you're
1: a teenage boy and you're bad and you're
0: special and your daddy tells you you're special and he gives you a coat that's unlike any of your brother's coats. It's a coat of many colors. It is spectacular. It's expensive. He may have been a little bit arrogant. Joseph was a great man of God, but as a teenage boy, he could have been a bit arrogant, and so he couldn't keep it to himself. And he told the dreams to his brothers, and his brothers despised him
1: even more. They conspired to get rid of him.
0: We we can't take much. Anybody ever get on your nerves? We can't take this Joseph much more. In fact, they planned to kill him, and his oldest brother Reuben said, "Guys, we can't do that. We're not going to do that." So Reuben wouldn't allow them to harm Joseph. Instead of killing him, they sold their 17-year-old brother to some Ishmaelite traders who
1: were on their way to Egypt,
0: and he got sold into slavery. And a man by the name of Potiphar, who was the captain of the guard, an officer of Pharaoh, bought him.
1: And the Bible says God was
0: with him. Please understand, it's okay if God's with you. In fact, you can declare it is well if God is with you. Wherever you're at, whatever you're going through, whatever land you find yourself. Remember, Egypt represents the place of not enough. I I don't know if you know that. It was a place where many gods were served. It was the place of not enough in future generations. But God was with him. No one knows for certain how long Joseph was a slave in Potiphar's house. It could have been as many as ten years
1: might have well been. But it didn't take long
0: for Potiphar to recognize something in Joseph. And Joseph was such a young man of integrity and character that it wasn't long before Potiphar put Joseph in charge of his entire household and all of his affairs. And the Bible says that Potiphar's house flourished and prospered because
1: of Joseph. Joseph didn't belong there. it wasn't his home, but it was a place he had to go through.
0: After being falsely accused of attempted by rape, of attempted rape by Potiphar's wife. Joseph was put in prison, and the Bible says,
1: God was with him
0: and God prospered him in prison. Prison. He went from bad to worse. He went from being a slave to being a prisoner. And now he's in another place in a position that he doesn't belong and he's absolutely innocent, but he's in a difficult, challenging place in his life.
1: And it's all in God's plan. Joseph soon became the warden's
0: favorite prisoner. He was given charge over all the other prisoners. After spending 13 total years in slavery and in prison, 17 years old when he went in, the Bible says he was 30 years old when he became the second most powerful man in all the world. After spending 13 years in slavery and in prison, in which Joseph, Joseph learned some things while he was... In Potiphar's house, while he was in the prison house. Remember he had some dreams? He dreamed about being over, he dreamed about some corn, and he was over them. And then he dreamed about some people, and he was over them. And God brought it to pass. God took him into a place where he first of all learned how to be the administrator of things. And then God took him into the prison, and there God taught him how to be a leader of men. It was all in the plan of God to raise him up, to make him the second most powerful man in all the world by the age of 30. It was never God's plan. Listen to this. It was never God's plan for him to stay home. Listen to me. It was never God's plan for him to stay home. It was was never God's plan for Joseph to live in, in slavery. It was never God's plan. It was never God's plan for Joseph to spend his life in prison. But God used all of these situations to get Joseph to his place of destiny. Somebody say, I can't stay here. Just because you're in a place you don't belong doesn't mean that you have to stay there. God will, listen to me closely, God will take you through it to get you to it. I want to say that again. God will take you through it to get you to it. (laughs) When Daniel was thrown into the lion's den, for refusing to stop praying. That's something. He got thrown into the lion's den because he wouldn't stop praying. In the morning time, in the noontime, in the evening, he's just going to pray. God went with him into the lion's den and shut the mouths of the lion. Listen, regardless of what you go through, you don't have to go by yourself. Just as God went with Joseph, and just as God went with Daniel, he'll go with you. Daniel was forced to go into a place that was meant to kill him. It was meant to destroy him. But God said, you can't stay here. That's not my plan. That's not my purpose for you. So I'm taking you through it to get you to your destiny and exalt my name in this godless place. I'm going to take you through the lion's den. Bring you out. You're going to walk out on your own. And my name is going to be exalted in this heathen world. And then there were some guys by the name Some more Hebrew boys that were in a place that they didn't belong. They were taken out of their land and they were captives. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, you might remember those names. They refused to serve the gods or bow down to the golden idol of King Nebuchadnezzar. They were bound. And thrown into a furnace that was heated seven times hotter than had ever been heated. In fact, the guards that threw them in were killed by the flames.
1: There they are. Bound. wholly clothed. Dressed. Thrown into a fire. For the purpose of dying. Jesus was with them. When the king looked into
0: the furnace, their ropes were gone. And they're walking around fully clothed in the fire. King Nebuchadnezzar said, we threw three men in the fire. I see four men Walking around, unburned, and the fourth man looks like the Son of God. They were thrown in, but they walked out because they couldn't stay there. It wasn't God's plan. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were forced to go through the fire. But Jesus went with them. It was never God's plan for them to stay in the fire. It was always His plan to bring them through the fire to get them to the place and position He had had prepared for them. I can't stay here. Just look at your neighbor about now and say, God's got a plan for you. You're not too old. Come on, you're not too old. You're not too bad. You're not too far gone for God to bring you through it to get you to it. Jesus left His home in heaven. Spent
1: 33 years on the earth. And he made it clear. That he didn't come to stay. I just want to let you know disciples. I got to go away. But I'm going to send a comforter. A helper. A teacher. He was on a mission. He was on a mission. To save you and I. From our sin. from an eternity in a place called hell.
0: One night, Jesus was arrested. Him and His disciples were in the Garden of Gethsemane. Jesus knew what was going to happen that night. He had tried to prepare His disciples for that night. He'd asked them. He was in terrible agony.
1: As He was going through this process, realizing about to be arrested, about to be tortured, about to be killed. And he asked his disciples, can you just pray with me for a little while? Can you just pray with me? And he found them sleeping. He went back and he said, Hey guys, come on, wake up, watch and pray. Preached a message a couple of times. What happens in the garden? Greatly impact your future. They could not pray. They were so tired. So they slept while Jesus prayed. Jesus prayed three times Father, I don't want to do this. If there's any possible way, I don't want to do this. But yet I want your will to be done.
0: You see, it wasn't the torture, it wasn't the pain. Of what was going to happen to him. It was taking all of your sin and my sin and the sin of humanity. Carrying it on himself. All of the ugliness. All of the ugliness of the world. All of the violence of the world. All of the terrible things of mankind would do. He was going to take it on himself. Father, if it's possible, let this cup pass for me. I don't want to do this. Three times he prayed, but he prayed the same thing. Nevertheless, not my will.
1: Your will be done. Jesus was beaten beyond recognition. He literally yanked beard from his face. They whipped him with the cat of nine tails laced with bone and metal. They stripped him naked and nailed him to a cross. He
0: carried all the sin of humanity on himself. And then Jesus declared,
1: It is finished. And he died. Jesus was buried in a tomb. But
0: he wasn't meant to stay in the grave. Jesus must have said to himself, I can't stay It's one thing for me to say it's finished. It's one thing for me to suffer and bleed and die. It's one thing for me to carry all the sins of humanity. But if I don't come out of this grave, it's all for nothing. It's all for naught.
1: He said, I can't stay here.
0: I've got to finish what I started. I can't stay in this death. I must rise again so that all mankind can have the opportunity to be
1: saved.
0: Matthew 28, 5 and 6 says this, Then the angel spoke to the woman, Don't be afraid. I know you're looking for Jesus who was crucified. He isn't here. He is risen from the dead just as He said would happen. Come and see the place. Where his body was laid. Go on shout with me. He is risen. He is risen. He is risen.
1: Jesus is the bridge.
0: The bridge that spans the gap. Between the land of hopelessness. And hope. You might be living in the land of hopelessness today, but there is a bridge that will get you across that gap that you can't make by yourself and get into the place of hope. His name is Jesus. There is a bridge that spans the gap from addiction to freedom. His name is Jesus. There is, a, there is a bridge that spans the gap from sickness to health. His name is Jesus. From poverty to prosperity. His name is Jesus. From misery to mercy. His name is Jesus. From, sell, from failure to death, from, from, to success. His name is Jesus. From death to life his name is Jesus Jesus is the bridge that will get you from the place of less than enough oh let's talk about the children of Israel for just a moment they're slaves for 430 years in Egypt. They have slave mentality. They know nothing else. But God sends a deliverer. God said, they, you can't stay here any longer. I'm going to bring you out. And he sends Moses. And Moses, through the process, leads them out into a wilderness. Egypt uh, represents the place of not enough. The wilderness represents the place of provision, of just enough. But God never meant, although they stayed there for 40 years and a generation died in the wilderness because of their unbelief and the rebellion against God, they were never meant to stay in the place of just enough. In fact, there's two old guys like me named Joshua and Caleb who didn't rebel against God, who had faith that he was going to take them across the Jordan River into Canaan land, into the place of, into the promised place of more than enough. And they believed God. And when they were old men, they said, give me my mountain. I can't stay in this wilderness. It's time to go across the Jordan River, into the place of more than enough, into the place of promise, I can't stay here. And Jesus is the bridge that will get you from the place of less than enough into the land of more than enough. The bridge between God and man is Jesus. Jesus is the bridge of hope that will change your life.
1: I want to tell you this morning, come and help me, I am done. Jesus is the only way to know
0: God. There are not many ways. There's one way, one truth,
1: one life. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth. I don't know where you're
0: at, what land you're in. I don't know if you are in the land of addiction, the land of hopelessness, the land of death, the land of poverty.
1: And I don't even know why you're in those
0: places. It could be place that God's taking you through for the purpose of molding and shaping your life. Or it could be because of bad choices and decisions that you've got there. But it's not the place where God means for you to stay. Somebody needs to declare this morning, I can't stay here. I can't stay here. And you that... Even you that have crossed over that bridge time and time again. He has taken you from this place to this place and from this place to this place. It's Jesus that's made the way every time. He's still making a way for you to take you to a new place. Higher heights, deeper depths. I'm telling you what, God is a God that makes his people successful because he is successful. Jesus is the only way to know God. His blood is the only thing that can make you righteous. And he is the door that everyone must go through to get to heaven. Would you, if you're able... If you're not, you remain seated, but if you're able, would you stand with me? Oh God, I just I just heard I just heard the Spirit of God say there's some folks landing, living, there's some folks in this room. You're living in the land of bitterness. You're living in a land of bitterness, and Jesus said, I am your bridge of hope to get you out of that place of bitterness into a place of joy and peace. I don't know if this is a typical Easter sermon or not. I'm just delivering a message God gave me several weeks ago for this day. I just want to tell you if you let him God will take you through it to get you to it. Somebody needs to simply say today I can't stay here. I can't stay in this place where there is nothing no future. I need to get to the place the land of life. I need to get to the place of hope. I I don't know. I don't know. But on this morning, it might take a little courage, but I'm going to give you the opportunity to come and stand, and we're going to declare, I'm stepping out. I'm going to utilize what Jesus provided for me and I'm not going to stay in that place any longer today is my day this is my day Spirit of God deal with folks I'm asking for that Lord this morning could be a morning of salvation this morning could be a morning of healing this morning could be a morning of understanding and moving out of a place of poverty into a place of prosperity. It could be be moving out of a place of hopelessness into a place of hope, out of a place of addiction into a place of freedom. But God, this is. This is a day that You have established, appointed, and prepared for some folks in this room. So Lord, Spirit of God, do Your... Do your work
1: in the hearts of people.